Hey, it's Kim Commando today, your daily podcast to keep you up to date with all things digital and beyond. And I'd love to have you be a part of our podcast. You can make an appointment to speak with me. Just head over to commando.com and on the top right, there's a button that says email Kim. Fill that out and that's it. Okay, better late than never, I suppose. Two years into the pandemic, well, the government says we are here to help you. We have a brand new official website. I'm not making this up. COVID.gov. Yep, the website to answer all of your questions about COVID. Two years it took them to get this website up and running that they probably paid, you know, some ungodly amount, a couple of hundred thousand dollars for it. And, you know, I was actually looking at it, going through it. You can, you can find out how to get the free tests, free masks, and then there's all kinds of news about COVID. And I actually saw that the World Health Organization said that dogs cannot transmit COVID. So there's no need to quarantine the dogs if somebody in the house has COVID. That's right. The WHO let the dogs out. Oh, get it? Like, who let the dogs? All right, if you have to explain it, it's not that funny. But you see, ladies and gentlemen and boys and girls, just an example of all the fun that we have here week after week as we talk about living the best digital life ever. We're talking about making money, saving money, what's going on with your kids and your parents and the internet, uh, how you can find a job, and of course, the scams and the ransomware and everything else that happens online. It's called The Kim Commando Show because I'm, of course, America's digital pro, Kim Commando, here. And you can find us on over 425 top stations uh, across the United States. You can always find your local station over at commando.com. And we're streaming in your favorite radio app, and we're streaming as a podcast, as a webcast, whenever you want, 24-7, all three hours, commercial-free, over at getkim.com. And you can also find us on the American Forces Network radio. That's right, serving more than 375,000 American servicemen and women at 175 countries and 200 ships at sea get the Kim Commando Show. And our T-Mobile unlimited listener line is now open at one 888 825-5254 is the way to join us. All right, let's get started with five things that you need to know about tech. It's happening right now. And the big news out this week, speaking of the government, is all about emojis and kids. And if you have kids in your family, especially teenagers, early 20s, I want you to really pay attention. Because the Drug Enforcement Agency, the DEA, of course, they put out this whole guide called the Emoji Drug Code. It's basically this laundry list of emojis that teens and 20-somethings are using to talk about drugs. So like, for example, when is a school bus not a school bus? Well, when it's secret code for Xanax. What about a blue heart? I mean, any idea what that might mean? Well, that's meth. A dragon is code for heroin. A snowman is cocaine. A pea means Percocet. And a four-leaf clover. Four-leaf clover. Uh, that's, lucky you, marijuana. Now, a red maple leaf is code for all drugs. And you can use them together, like in a sentence. So you have, like, a cookie, a snowman, um, a box, and a parachute. So if you put all those together in a text message, it means a large batch of cocaine has arrived. Now, let me tell you, I really think that it's great that the DEA is on top of things and, you know, ready to help parents know what all these emoji codes mean. But seriously, odds are if the kids are on drugs, that means that the parents aren't checking their phones. Okay, so then the parents wouldn't have any idea what the codes mean anyway, but I guess it's out there. And now that the codes are public, well, you know, the kids are going to be changing the codes and the, the cartel and the drug addicts and the dealers and we change all the codes. Anyway, if you do have kids in your family, at least for right now, the codes are valid. 
at least for maybe three to six months, is that you can see a list of all of them over at commando.com. All right, number two, when is a smartwatch watching? Okay, about a year ago, uh, Apple launched those AirTags. You know, they are really these phenomenal little trackers. They're about the size of a quarter, and they're relatively inexpensive. They're $30 each, or you can get four for 100 But now what's happening with the AirTags is that, well, they're amazing. I mean, I have one on all my car keys and my briefcase. I have them in my cars. I even have one on my Golden Retriever Abbey. Well, people are using the AirTags to stalk others. So Apple came up with ways to alert you. So if there's an AirTag near you and you're using an iOS device, an iPhone or an iPad, is that you'll actually get a notification that says, hey, there's an AirTag near you and it's not yours. Do you want to help us find it or what's the deal? If you find an AirTag, you can put your phone over it and then it will try to identify who that owner is if it's somebody around you. Now, if you're on Android, not so much because you have to actually download the app from the Google Play Store and then you have to run a scan. So it doesn't automatically alert you. So now these would-be stalkers are getting creative. So listen to this. It happened in Nashville, Tennessee. Police there arrested a guy by the name of Lawrence Welch. He's 29 years old. This has nothing to do with AirTags. But he's obviously a little out there, a little crazy, okay? And their relationship with his girlfriend is atrocious. I mean, she's, you know, trying to get restraining orders against him. She's going to domestic violence shelters, family safety centers, things like that. So Lawrence put an Apple Watch on his girlfriend's car to track her whereabouts. Okay. Now, it's pretty easy to track an Apple Watch, right, using the Find My app. But it doesn't automatically alert you that an Apple Watch is near you. So the girlfriend says that the boyfriend threatened to kill her multiple times and that she came to the local family safety center in the past. Well, she was receiving all these text messages from him demanding to know her whereabouts and telling her to call him. Well, when officers inspected the girlfriend's car, they found an Apple watch, which Welch said was his watch, and it was attached to the front passenger side tire spoke. So he didn't put it in the car. He actually attached it, you know, um, to the wheel itself. And apparently the Apple Watch is so durable that it just kept working. So a warning to anyone in a domestic violent relationship, any relationship that is on the fringe, just know that the tech is really small and it's readily available to track your every move. So I just want you to be aware. All right, number three on our list on five things that you need to know is when a job isn't a job. Now, I didn't see this on the government website about COVID, but it really should be because these remote work from home scams are totally on the rise because of the pandemic. You know, it's all just kind of all melding together. So here's one. Let's see how smart you are. You get an email from the United Nations Children's Fund, which is UNICEF, of course, and it says that they are looking for executive personal assistance and they are paying for an eight hour day, $400 a day. Okay. Wow. You know, that's pretty decent money, right? Okay. First red flag, you get an unsolicited email from UNICEF. Anyway, the email tells you to fill out a form to learn more. Nothing big. They're just asking for your name and your email address. You fill that out. And if you accept the job, the scammers will send you a fake cashier's check that looks like you're going to make around $2,000 because they want to pay you up front, of course. But what about the children with UNICEF? Oh, yes, the scammers are going to tug at your heartstrings because they want you to send them $1,000 of the 2000 because they overpaid you because they need to buy toys for all the little children in all the orphanages around the world. Now, I know what you're thinking. Who is dumb enough to fall for these scams? 
well, enough for the FBI to issue this huge warning that the average loss per victim is $3,000. Wow, $3,000. So don't be gullible. And speaking of the FBI, the FBI raided an alleged spy's apartment in Washington, D.C. this past week when they discovered a hard drive labeled KGB. You know, one of the agents, he held it up. and He said, you know, why wouldn't they just write one terabyte on it? Mm, sorry. A little geek humor for you. Uh, number four on our list, did you see the Oscars? Yeah, about a few years ago, about 50 million people would actually watch the Oscars. I mean, it was a big deal for the stars to walk down the red carpet. And you know, let me tell you, I used to always like to see like what kind of gowns that the women were wearing. Well, last year it was around 4 million people. So big drop, right? I think we're all getting tired of the narcissistic celebrities and actors. Well, this year, the Oscar ratings were supposed to be even lower than last year. And then that happened. You know what I'm talking about. Will Smith slapping uh, Chris Rock across the face. Well, The Guardian from the UK, they got a copy of the uncensored moment when it happened, complete with Will Smith dropping the F-bomb, and they posted it on YouTube. Now, remember, no one was watching the Oscars. Nobody was talking about the Oscars before this happened. But that one and a half minute clip has been seen, last time I checked, um, 85 million times. Wow. Sure seemed like the Oscars were a lot longer than that. 85 million times. That, meet, that beat Netflix's Squid Game, which had 43 million views a day after it hit the site. So I guess you'd call that squid pro quo. <laughs> all right, number five, we're all going EV. And you know me, I'm a car gal. I love classic cars. I love Corvettes and Mustangs and Camaros. And I just love the way that they start, how they sound like starting up and going down the road. And I kind of like that, you know, gasoline smell too. So that's why this story got my attention. With the price of gas so high, I actually saw in Los Angeles a couple of weeks ago, $8.09 a gallon. Wow. More people than ever are thinking about going out and buying an electric car. And so EV sales in the U.S. are expected to total around 670,000 cars this year. Okay. That's a 37% increase from 2021. And it marks the second year, which is like this long string, they predict, of annual hikes in EV sales and truck sales. I mean, you've got the GMC Hummer, the Ford F-150 Lightning, which I'm still waiting on mine. Then, of course, you got crossovers from Hyundai, Kia, and Audi. Uh, you have sports sedans like the Polestar 2, the Porsche Cayenne. They expect next year EV sales are going to top over a million. So what's happening is that specialty shops are going to take your old classic cars and then put an EV type of engine, I guess you'd say, right into it. It takes them around three to four weeks to do the job. And as a side benefit, because everything goes electric and you got these older cars, is that now you get mm, electric windows. That's right, no more rolling up the windows. Now, the cost ranges, of course, by make and model, but they say you should budget at least $50,000. It can go as high as $100,000, yes, to take out that gasoline engine and to put an EV into your Corvette, your Mustang, or your Camaro. But you have to remember that EVs make no sound. So that Mustang, that Corvette, Camaro is just going to go silent down the road. Um, that just doesn't seem right to me. I think the old classic cars, they need to be a classic car. All right, coming back, we are going to start with all of your phone calls here on this Coast to Coast broadcast of the Kim Commando Show.
Hey, our T-Mobile Unlimited listener line is now open at one 825 is the way to join us. And hey, if you have a question for me here on the show, I'd love to hear from you. You can always call us or you can drop me a line through the website. Head over to commando.com with a K, of course. And in the upper right-hand corner, there's a link that says email Kim. And that's where that magic happens. And how about we start this party with Dale in Knoxville, Florida. Hello there, Dale. Hello. Um, been listening to you from uh, for a long time. Enjoy listening to your show. And uh, I've been a subscriber since back in the beginning. Uh, but that's oh, actually wow. Niceville, Niceville, Florida, which I'm sure you're familiar with. Oh, not Knoxville, Florida. Niceville, Florida. That's what it is. <laughs> yes, uh, my brother used to live in Niceville. That's what I've heard you say before, and I heard yeah. the interesting story you told. <laughs> yeah, about, I just want to give you a love tap. <laughs> yeah. So what's going on, Dale? How can I help you out? Well, I uh, was looking through my texts uh, earlier this week and noticed something really interesting. Uh, I had a text from myself to myself, uh, and it was actually an, an MMS uh, had my wife's was sent to my wife as well, although for some reason she never got it. Uh, but it was really spooky. Uh, uh, the first thing I thought did someone somehow hack into my account? Uh, but uh, was curious how easy is it for someone to actually send you a text from your own uh, text address? So, text um, Dale, who's your carrier? Uh, Verizon. Okay, this is a problem with Verizon. Okay, you and see, they're not really saying what happened, but they're saying that a whole bunch of people got text messages from themselves, and it was a text spam, really tactic. And it said something like, "Hey, free message. Your bill was paid for in March, and we love you. And you go get a free gift." Uh, sometimes they wanted to ask you about a customer satisfaction survey from Verizon. And then people, if you click that, well, then you went into like the spammer's den, so to speak, right? Uh, is that they wanted you to take this survey and then you start giving them a whole bunch of personal information. Maybe you had to give them a credit card because after all, I mean, when you get a free gift, Dale, don't you need to pay the shipping and handling, right? <laughs> okay, well, of so, course. <laughs> of course you do. Why wouldn't you need to do that? Now, Verizon says they, they want to assure all of us. That's what they're saying, they, you know, that their systems have not been hacked. We don't need to worry about any of that. But they're still not sure how it's happening. Doesn't that make us all feel a little better? So if you're on Verizon and you got some text messages from your own phone number, uh, it was a spam tactic that somehow is happening on a carrier, which is really frightening in and of itself. And no matter what, if you ever get a spam text message, whether it's from your phone number or any other number, just don't click the links. Remember that. Use some common sense. Don't click the link. Now, Dale, thank you so much for your call today. Hey, still to come this hour, we have more of your phone calls. And then later on in our digital life hacks, 10 hidden settings on Google Maps you're going to love here on the Kim Commando Show. All right, before we go back to all of your phone calls, let's talk a little bit about AirTags because as we're all starting to enjoy the pleasures of traveling again, I can't wait. You might be wondering if it's tech smart to put an Apple AirTag into your luggage. Now, as long as you know the one place where the AirTag won't work, um, and using the Find My app, you can see every AirTag's location associated with your account. So it's definitely a good idea 
to throw one into your checked baggage. This way you can actually see whether or not your bag makes it to the, your destination. I'll never forget when I went to Rome a few years ago and uh, British Airways actually lost our luggage, couldn't find it. So here we are in Rome, like, you know, you know what that is. You're like, you're, okay, we need to buy a toothbrush, underwear, you know, stuff like that until they can find the bag. And then <laughs> I was at the Daily Mail website um, and they had pictures of all this, all this luggage that was lost by British Airways. And right there on the front is my bag along with Barry's bag. And I'm like, so I called out the PR person of, Daily, of um, British Airways. I'm like, dude, I see my bag. You're telling me you can't find it, but it's on the cover of the Daily Mail. Anyway, but there is a time when an air tag will not be any good. That's when, when the luggage is traveling through the airport's inner conveyor belt systems. And see, there just aren't enough iOS devices nearby for the air tag to work. But once your luggage is out of there, you know exactly where your bag is located and hopefully it's within reach. Um, you know, I once sued an airport because they didn't want to give me my luggage. And you know what? I lost the case. Ooh, all right, let's see. Uh, Julie in beautiful Modesto, California. Hi there, Julie. Hi, Kim. Welcome. Thank you. What's going on? How can I help you out today? Well, I'm looking for a wireless, no Wi-Fi security system. And what do you need it to do? Um, I need it to catch my son breaking into my house. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, Julie. That's got to be emotionally challenging, daunting, yeah. sad, right? Yes, um, So do you want to see what he's doing outside as well as inside? And you mentioned you don't want to put it on Wi-Fi. Is that what I heard? No Wi-Fi? No Wi-Fi. Um, he's very electrical. And in the past, he's cut my wires for my Internet oh. service here. Okay. And... Um, yeah, it's it's been an ongoing problem for years. Okay. Um, hmm. I'm so sorry that you have to go through that. I really am. Um, and I guess so what the goal is that you can get some actual uh, evidence of him doing this, and then what are you going to do with the evidence once you find it? Um, get him prosecuted. I've been documenting for years mm -hmm. um, about like the devices that I found that he's made to hurt my cat. He doesn't oh. steal anything when he's here, okay. but, but he breaks in uh, pretty frequent. And I believe that he must have a camera already here as I never catch him. Well, okay, there's a couple of ways, a couple of things that you can do. Okay. Um, there's, uh, there's this website called, and, and don't write anything down cause I'll just, I'll write it all up for you. Okay. Let's just chat. Okay. Okay. Uh, there's a website that you can go to and with your desktop open or your laptop open or even an old phone. And it looks like, okay. you know, there's nothing going on, but it's using your device's webcam to record in video and audio, everything that's going on. And so okay. you don't you don't may not necessarily need a separate device, and uh, and Marley is something that he wouldn't notice. And of course, you always have all these hidden cameras too. 
And like, for example, there's one, would you believe, I mean, you know, I'm sure you've heard of this, Julie, like where you can get a teddy bear with a camera built into it, right? Yeah. Uh, you can have a book that looks like just a book and it has a camera built in. Now they have um, uh, electrical outlets that have cameras built into them. Okay. Uh-huh. And they always record on, on SD cards most of the time. Some of these go on Wi-Fi. But, gosh, I saw one the other day that looks just like a Roku streaming device, and it's a totally hidden camera. And I was like, wow, this is really something. Um, so what you can do is you can buy these relatively inexpensive cameras. They're made by a company called Wise. That's W-Y-Z-E. And they do two-way audio, and they record on SD cards, so it's not going to rely in, in case something on the Wi-Fi. And, you know, they're so small, you can hide them just about anywhere. And so okay. I'm going to point you into a direction, and they're about $45, $50 each. Okay. And, again, okay. it's so you'll have everything on the card that comes with it. Um, you think If you think that there's a camera already that your son put into your place... Uh, what you can do, and I'll, I'll give you some steps on how to do that, is you can open up your router settings and you can look at every device that's attached to your network. Okay. And and so if you see like four devices, but you are like, okay, the only thing I have on the network is my phone and my laptop, my phone and my iPad, then you know that there are two other devices there and then you can remove them off the Wi-Fi network. Okay. Okay. Now... Um. Let me just, here's what my concern is. Okay. Okay. My concern is for also for your safety. Okay. That if he's coming in here and he's hurting your cat, which is a vulnerable animal, right? Mm -hmm. And if he sees any cameras or goes on the network or whatever it is, he says, I don't want him to take it out on you. So can, can you change the locks? Can we do that? Well, I replace locks. And um, he knows how to push the tumblers and the deadbolts, and he, he's stripped those, and I've replaced them. And then also, he'll take the rubber lining that goes around the glass in the window frame, and he'll okay. actually take the glass out. So I need cameras on the outside um, focusing on the house. And, yeah, you could do that. Uh, you could do that with these Weiss cameras. They have outdoor mounts. So it's relatively easy. This isn't anything. Mm-hmm. But, but you know, there's nothing that beats a good old security system. I mean, right. you can have cameras, and this is part of it. But, you know, when somebody opens the door or when the alarm's on, then you'll be notified. Okay. Mm-hmm. When you're... And when you're not there, you know, if somebody's... If something's going on with the windows and sensors or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, so I, I really want to really zoom in on your safety, your person, okay? And uh-huh. and so let's get a whole good security system for your house, and I'll configure that for you, uh, okay. and I'll send, send you a list on that. It's, it's only going to cost a couple hundred bucks. That's it. But it will okay. give you peace like, of mind. I'd like to add that I do have a wife camera, and uh, I had that hooked up. To my Wi-Fi, and the wires are on the outside of the house for my internet connection. He had cut those, so anything that's wired is useless to me. Well, I'm talking about one. These were actually recorded to an SD card, so there's no wires to cut. Okay. okay. Even, uh, and then even there's with the also camera. 
Well, yeah, but if if he's cutting wires, then we need to get a better housing for it. Okay, and uh, you know it's. Let me let me get some better housing. They're also run on solar, but you know he's got. Back, I guess what I'm saying, Julie, is he's bound to see all this stuff, right? <clears throat> he is. And mm-hmm. what I what I don't want is for you to do all of this, and then there are other repercussions. Maybe you need to get a restraining order against him. Maybe you need to, uh, you know, get a full blown security system, which is I would definitely recommend. And I'm going to configure that for you. And this has to be just emotionally traumatizing for you. I mean, this is your kid, right? Um, don't forget about telehealth. Don't forget about you. I mean, a lot of medical insurance plans, good things like that. I mean, you don't have to go see somebody to talk about it and and get this off of your chest either and and kind kind of deal with what's going on on the inside of you, not just your physical, your inside. And uh, just look into telehealth because there are so many websites now that you can go and they take insurance and, you know, it gives you somebody to talk to as well. But I'll, I'll try to help you with the, I'll try to help you with all the technical stuff that you need as well. And we're going to post everything. I'll post everything over inside the Q&A forum. So if you go to commando.com slash community, on the left-hand side, it says tech Q&As, and that's where I'll post some links for you and anybody else. If you have any recommendations, you can also add to whatever I post as well there over inside the community. All right. This week's digital life hack is something that you're definitely going to want to look at, read, and share with all your family members and friends, or just tell them about these great tips because you're going to be so smart. It's about 10 hidden settings in Google Maps and Apple Maps that you need to try. I'm going to go through them very quickly, and then I'm going to tell you where you can actually get all the steps to do all this. Number one is if you're in a, a shopping mall, is that if you're trying to figure out where you should park closest to the store, where the stores are located... Well, Google Maps will actually give you a directory of stores inside the malls now. Uh, You can order a ride from Lyft directly in Google Maps. Uh, You can use voice commands, which is really handy. You can tell Google Maps what to do, navigate home, go here, whatever it may be. You can add stops along to the trip. I mean, you can add up to nine stops on Google Maps. So if you're trying to figure out the best route, that's an easy way to do it. You can find your parked car. I know if you're traveling, you're going out, you won't remember where you parked the car in the airport. That's where you can put a little pin exactly where your car is. You can share your location. This is really handy if you're trying to meet family members and friends. And you can also clear your location history. So if you don't want Google Maps to know every single place that you went, you can wipe it out. Now you can get links to everything that I just mentioned over at commando.com. Just hit the link at the top of the page that says Kim Show and you got it. Coming right back, we have more of your phone calls and then a really major warning I need to tell you about. By answering this one call, your bank account can get hacked here on the Kim Commando Show. All right, still to come later on this hour, if you answer your phone, your bank account might be hacked by this particular call. And let's see, we have Jeff in Sacramento, California. Hi there, Jeff. Hello. Welcome. Thank you. What's going on? How can I help you out today? Well, I'm looking for a program that I can take and locate my phone. Um, okay. What kind, I, of, what kind of phone do you have? It's a Android uh, Galaxy okay. um, Samsung 20 Ultra, Ultra Plus. Awesome. Okay. And do you lose your phone a lot? Well, more than I want to. Okay. All right. 
I'm I'm a I'm a firefighter, and it carrying the hoses and other equipment. It does have a tendency to no, uh, I fall see. out of my uh, my many pockets that are on my uh, sure. turnouts. God, you know, a good friend of mine is the uh, well, he's the former fire chief for Santa Barbara County, and we were talking about that the other dinner about like how many pounds you guys and gals carry on your backs. I mean, <laughs> amazing stuff, really. Um, all right, so Samsung has this uh, app called Find My Mobile, and it's only good for Samsung phones, okay? And it also works when offline. Uh, but here's, the, here's a little insider secret, okay? Is that when you're in the forest, you know, there's not a lot of, I guess you'd say, connections that may be going on, right? Correct. So if you have a tile tracker, if you take a tile tracker, you know what they are? Uh, no, I don't. Okay, they're about the they're little like one inch square tracker, and they're called tile. If you put a tile in the truck, and you lose your phone, you can make the phone chirp by clicking the tile. Okay, now this is only going to work if the phone has a charge. Now, of course, you can always get a great case and connect it into your person, you know, that whole thing, and put it somewhere inside of a pocket, or you can leave it in the truck. But I know all of us just like to keep our phones wherever we go. I'm going to post some links for you over at uh, commando.com in the Q&A forum. I'm going to first tell you about Find My Mobile, because that's what's, that was made for your phone. It does work offline. So we're going to make sure that that's set up. I'm going to give you a link to a tile and give you some steps along the way. And Jeff, thanks for uh, being a firefighter. We all appreciate your courage and everything that you do to keep everybody safe there in Sacramento. Okay, I have to tell you that hackers have a clever new tactic. Um, you might get a text that looks really legit uh, from PayPal that says, in order to secure your account, you have to enter the code sent to your phone. And when you do, bam, hackers have direct access to whatever account they were after. They combine this two-factor authentication code with your email address, your phone number, and other things for sale on the dark web. So here's the bottom line. Be very, very suspicious of any unsolicited calls or text messages claiming to secure your accounts. It may just be a hacker trying to get in. And you want to stay right where you are. We have another jam-packed, fun-filled hour of the Kim Commando Show that you never want to miss here on the West Star Multimedia Network. Hey, thanks for listening to Kim Commando today. So reach over and give me a nice five-star review. Yes, thank you. And thanks for listening.